It's been a drought for way too long. We need to sing our freedom song. Oh Lord, we need a touch from you. We really need a touch from you. Lord, we need to hear your voice. Our hearts are open, we have no choice. Oh, Lord, we need a touch from you. We really need a touch from you. Send your last Hello there, my name is Reverend Ebenezer, Sarah Sumede, and this particular morning I have come to your various homes, I have joined you on your various homes via online, and I'm here to pray with you, it is a Sunday morning, I'm here to worship the Lord with you, I'm here to send the honor and adoration unto God. So wherever that you are watching me, whether you are in Afghanistan, in the United States of America, you are, you are in Columbus, you are in um, wherever that you are, I just need you to side with me. I just need you to work with me. I just need you to connect your faith to my faith. And let us pray. Lift up your voice and let us pray. If you are being blessed by the language of heaven, um, this is the time, this is the time, this is the season that you got to open your mouth wide and begin to bless the name of the Lord. La pandele gedei matala vadis, ibali atanda brasila gadiri apala fasas, ibendele gadiri hapanda varia sipra hataya. Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the adoration. We thank you for another week for ushering us into another week. Today is the 14th day of the month of November, and we are going. We are not going to take it very light in in our worship with you this particular Sunday morning. Whatever that you whatever that you have given to us, we are just here to give you an adoration. We are just here to give you an honor. We are just here to bless your name. Li para katara zafaria sim palagadiri ata landoro godori apan devri asi paragadi langori atala vados ibranta yagadiri asin telegede rokoski brhasira kata wapari atende biataya. Any form of tidings we pray that let it be lost in the name of Jesus. We pray right now that let there be a divine covering. Let there be a divine covering of our life as we have entered into a new week. We prophesy and open heavens. We pray for opportunities. We pray for open doors. We pray and we break the spirit of the name of our life. In the name of Jesus. Segment, we are going to pray unto the Lord and pour out our secret petition unto Him. You have your, your secret petition, I have my secret petition. 
Whatever that is your secret petition, it is time and it is the hour for you to pour it unto God. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. La quende brian silige de masuri hatanda la faria sire katanda vandu koria sivra hataya ele paragadiri apanda grian torbodo la silige de matarabasu etanda whatever that is your heart desire this particular morning this particular hour i prophesy over your life in the name above every other name that let it be granted unto you 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 in the name of jesus let it be granted unto you in the mighty name of Jesus, whatever that you are looking forward to receive from God, between now and the end of 31st December, I pray for an open heavens. Let angels of the Lord release it unto you. In the mighty name of Jesus, it shall not delay, it shall not tarry. But I see the angels of the Lord being released. I see it being accredited by heaven. I see the 24 elders sitting upon your case and vetting whatever that you have petitioned unto God. I pray and I declare that this particular week, let it be released upon you. Let it be released at your doorstep in the name of Jesus let your geographical location be picked up by an angel right now in the mighty name of Jesus let your phone number let your email address wherever that you are we pray and we declare that let it be entered into the database of heaven let the heavens be open in the name of Jesus receive whatever that you petition unto God this particular month and this particular week in the name of Jesus and those that have understand that we are in the month of hope, we pray and we declare in the name of Jesus. We are in the month of rest. We pray and we declare in the name of Jesus that true hope you shall rest in the name of Jesus. That true hope you shall rest in the name of Jesus. That true hope you shall rest in the name of Jesus. The enemy shall not stand against your rest in the name of Jesus. The enemy will not be a, a saboteur. The enemy will not sabotage your rest this particular month in the mighty name of Jesus. La paria ten de Krihasora Badus, La paria ten de Kuarasida, we pray and we declare that let the rest angels be assigned unto you. Let them kill we into the rescue in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you glory. We give you adoration. We also pray right now that may you save us from the child. Any blessing that you receive, that the enemy has, some way, somehow. The enemy has actually killed certain things that is a chaff. We pray that let it be seen right now in the name of Jesus. Receive your blessings right now. Let them be seen in the name of Jesus. Receive your blessing right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Whoever that is casting chaff among your blessing, we pray right now. But let the greater wind of God that proceeded from the north side of heaven, let it proceed and scatter it right now in the name of Jesus. In the chaff among your blessings. This particular week, I see it being seen right now. I see it being seen right now. I see it being seen right now. In the name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. And right now, we we reinforce the blessings of God over your life. That let it manifest. 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 In the name of Jesus, you shall experience the little glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, I see you experiencing the little glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, I see you 
continue experiencing the later blessings in the mighty name of Jesus. It shall not tarry, it shall not delay, but I see it coming. It shall not tarry, it shall not delay, but I see it coming in the name of Jesus. Once again, my name is Robin Ebenezer Sorry, I'm so many. And I'm the lead pastor of Purple Fire Online Ministry. God bless you so much for joining me. There's a Sunday, and the title of today's message is Arrows in the Hands of the Warrior. Arrows in the Hands of the Warrior. Holy Ghost, give us inspiration. Holy Spirit, give us strength to preach this particular word to your people. Arrows in the Hands of the Warrior. Arrows in the hands of the warrior. Who is an who is a warrior? Who is a warrior? Somebody may ask one of God. I've heard about warriors. Personally, I've been watching movies concerning warriors, but I, I, I don't even understand what a warrior means. The title of the message is Arrows. Arrows in the hands of the warrior. A warrior is a person who fights in battles. A warrior is a person who fights in battles and is known for having courage and skill. He or she is known for having courage and skill. So if you have courage and you are very skillful in battle, you are considered as a warrior. And this morning, I pray that let the warrior spirit within you cast out in the name of Jesus. Let the warrior spirit within you come out in the name of Jesus. Whoever that is covering the warrior spirit within you, I declare by divine authority that yea, in the name above every other name, let that spirit come out in the name of Jesus. That spirit will no more be covered. That spirit will no more be tied in the name of Jesus. But I see the hand of the Lord coming upon you like in the days of Jeremiah. I see the hand of the Lord coming upon you like in the the days of Isaiah. I see the hand of the Lord coming upon you like in the days of John the Baptist. I see the hand of the Lord coming upon you like in the days of Joshua. I see the hand of the Lord coming upon you like in the days of Gideon. In the name of Jesus, I see that warring spirit coming out of you. A warrior is a person who fights in battles and is known for having courage and skill. In Exodus chapter 15 verse 3, the Bible says, The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. You've got to understand that we Christians and believers are symbolically recognized as arrows in the hands of God. We are symbolically recognized as arrows in the hands of God. You are recognized as an arrow in the hand of God. I'm being recognized as an arrow in the hands of God. Both of us are recognized within the kingdom of God as an arrow in the hands of God. In Exodus chapter 15 verse 3, amplified the identity of God. And he has he, he was known as a man of war. God is known as a man of war. So if you are serving a God who is known and recognized in his kingdom as a man of war, then he is going to use you as, as, as an element of warfare. You've got to understand that God is going to use you as an element of warfare. That is why the title of today's message is an arrow in the hands of the warrior. God is a warrior. Child of God, I need you to understand that God is a warrior. God is a warrior. God is a warrior. God is a warrior. And you are an arrow in his hands. You are an arrow in his hands. God is specialized in the battle and war. And we happen to be the arrow in his hands. So some of you, you are you you may be amazed by the title of today's message. That oh wow. It is amazing that I am an arrow within the hands of God. I'm proceeding. What is an arrow? 
What is an arrow? What is an arrow? An arrow is a missile shot from a bow. An arrow is a missile shot from a bow. And usually having a slender shaft. And usually having a slender shaft, a pointed head, and the feathers at the bat. A feathers at the bat. You got to understand that in, 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 in the Old Testament, the Bible says that they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eels. It is a revelation. You got to also understand that an arrow has feathers at the bat. What stands to reason that you will hold the feathers and you will release the arrow. That is why God says, He said, He, he, will, he, will, he will cause you to mount up with wings when you wait upon Him. When you have patience in serving him, when you understand his statutes, when you understand his commandments, when you understand your, your, your assignment on earth, he is going to mount, mount up, mount up you with wings. And when God mounts up you with wings, you turn or you become an arrow in his arms. This particular one, I pray for whoever that you have mounted wings, but you don't know the purpose of the wings. Everything that God gives to us has a purpose, child of God. Everything that God gives to you and I, it has a purpose. So you might be mounted up with wings, but you may, you may not know the purpose of the wings. This morning, I came to enlighten you. This morning, I came to oppress you. This morning, I came to open your eyes concerning the purpose of God, concerning that particular mountain up with wings, concerning the wings that you have received from the Lord. Yes, it is a wings of strength. Yes, it is a wings of breaking through. Yes, it is a, it's a wings of breaking through the hostility. But I came to enlighten you that it has got a purpose. It has got a purpose. It has got a purpose within the kingdom of God. It has got a, a purpose within the kingdom of God. It has got a purpose within the kingdom of God. An arrow is a missile shot from a bow and usually having a slender shaft, a pointed head and feathers at the back and feathers at the back. So you and I, we are arrows in the hands of our creator. Child of God, daughter, Son, you are an arrow in the hands of the creator. And as, as I proceed, I'm going to enlighten you about so many things. Why you are an arrow? You are an arrow in the hands of your creator. It, there is a purpose. There is a reason why you are an arrow in the hands of the warrior. So the title of today's message is Arrows in the Hands of the Warrior. Arrows in the Hands of the Warrior. Also, arrows do not work alone, but work hand in hand with a bow. So God holds the bow. And he positions you as an avocadiri attires. So you are not an element of disgrace, but you are an element of warfare. You are not an element of disgrace, son of God. Somebody, somebody may be watching me this particular Sunday morning, and he or she may be saying that it looks like everything that I've done, it has gone down the drain, and I'm, I'm experiencing shame from every side. I came to enlighten you, I came to encourage you, but that you are not an element of disgrace. Huh. You have been called into the warfare family. You've got to understand that the Christian, the Christian dog is a family. The Christian dog is a family. It is a kingdom and there are family within the kingdom. There are family within the kingdom. When you read about the, when you read about the gentleman Jacob, the Bible makes us understand that the gentleman Jacob gave birth to gave birth to thirteen children. There were twelve sons and one daughter, and each of these sons represent a tribe. And the Bible says that the sons of Issachar, they understood the times and they understood the seasons. The sons of Judah, they were called to give us a scepter. A scepter was being given to them. A scepter of what? Kingship was being given to them. What stands to reason that God was looking up to, looking up unto them that they will give him a king. They will give Israel a king. 
So I, I need you to understand as you are within the kingdom of God, you are also within the warring kingdom. You are also within the warring tribe. Adili Atalabasa. The Bible says that the gentleman Gideon was called to be a warfare strategist. He was very skillful in warfare. I don't know whoever that is watching me, but he was very skillful in warfare. Very skillful. Gideon was very skillful in warfare. The, the Bible says that Joshua was also very skillful in warfare. So there are certain people within the kingdom of God that they are recognized as arrows within the hands of a warrior. They are recognized as arrows in the hands of God. God releases them at any time. God sends them on errands at any time. I, I, need it. I need you to be encouraged this morning. You may be sent on an, an assignment. You may be sent on an assignment. But it looks like there is no hope. It looks like you, you, you are discouraged. It looks like there is no hope from, from any side. It looks like people have even sidelined you. Nobody's even giving up on you. No, nobody's even giving, giving you a helping hand. Nobody's giving you a helping hand. Yes, you are an arrow in the hands of the Creator. I need you to understand that you are an arrow in the hands of the Creator. And there comes a time in your life that the season will change. The season will change. The season will change. Most often, arrows do not determine where they, they should be. Or short too. Or towards. But arrows are short. Or sent on assignment. By one whom the bow is in his hand or her hands. So God determines where you should be short to. You don't determine where you should go. You don't determine where you should go. This is the same way that all Christians must understand that we are symbolically recognized as arrows in the hands of God. Then we do not determine where we should go or to be sent to. In Luke chapter 2 verse 48 to 49. I'm going to take my time and read to you. Luke chapter 2 verse 48 and to 49. The Bible says, And when they saw him, they were amazed. Whom, who, who, who did they saw? Who did they saw? The Bible says that, and when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said unto him, Son, why hast thou dealt with us? Behold, by thy father and I have sought thee sorrow. And he said unto them, How is it that thou ye sought me? Why see not that I must be about my father's business? Is that why see not? Is that why see not? That I must be about my father's business. It stands to reason that you and I have a business that we got to execute. Child of God. You and I, we have a business that we have to execute. It doesn't matter whatever, uh, what they call it, career that you are in now. I don't have, it doesn't matter whatever show that you are in now. But I need you to understand that we have a particular business. We have a spiritual business that our Heavenly Father has given to us for us to execute. You have your own business. I have my own business. You have your own physical career. Or you have your own profession. I have my own profession aside ministry. But I need you to understand that you have a business that the Lord has sent you. To execute, you got to, you, you, you need to check up with God concerning this particular business. The Bible says that Jesus Christ, when he was in the temple and he was executing his father's business, the Bible says that his mother and, and his brethren came to him and said, We have been looking for you. His father was there and said, We have been looking for you all day. Where have you been, young man? He said, We have been looking for you all day. Where have you been, young man? And the Bible says that he said to them, That I'm, I'm, I am executing my father's business. He said, don't you know that I have been executing my father's business? He said, don't you know? He said, don't you know? He said, this is the reason 
and this is the purpose why God sent me on earth to execute his business. Uh, this morning, I needed to understand that you being an arrow in the hands of your greater, you being an arrow in the hands of the warrior, doesn't, does, doesn't discredit you from the business. <laughs> you being an arrow in the hands of a creator doesn't discredit you from the hands of the business. You have been called. You have been called. And you have been chosen. Like Jeremiah. After the order of Jeremiah. You have been called and you have been chosen. You have been called and you have been chosen. You have been called and you have been chosen to execute the business of God. Do not do away with the business of God. Child of God, do not do away with the business of God. Do not do away with the business of God. It, it, it has a purpose in your life. It has a purpose in your life. That there are many waiting for you to, to, to execute the business of God. There are a lot of people who are waiting for you. Child of God, there are a lot of people who are waiting for you. As you are recognized as an arrow in the hands of the warrior, there are a lot of people who are waiting for you to execute this particular assignment and mandate. We also got to understand that every assignment goes with a, a responsibility. Every assignment goes with a responsibility. Jesus said to his, his brethren that he must go about his father's business. He was going about his father's business. And Jesus was also an arrow in the hands of God. Because God shot him from, from heaven and he came to earth to execute daddy's business. At this morning, I pray and I empower you that you shall be empowered. You shall be empowered. I release wisdom about your ears that you will be able to execute your father's business as an arrow within his hands. When you are being shot to any place on earth, when you are being shot to any nation on earth, you shall execute your father's business in the name of Jesus. God sent him on an earthly, God sent Jesus on an, on an earthly assignment. And every biblical account on him makes us understand that he executed the assignment very well. Yes, Jesus executed the assignment very well. Very well. Have you executed the assignment? The assignment that God sent you. The assignment that God sent you on. Have you been able to execute it very well? Have you been able to execute it very well? This is the time. This is the season. This is the time. I came to enlighten you. I came to oppress you. I came to open your eyes. I came to illuminate you. That you, Kabdili Hata. That you, Isala Batuni Hafala Basaya. That you, Kibando Korea Basuri Hata Nafasias. That you, Ye Kadi Atas Ibrahatayas. That you be empowered to go about the Father's business in the mighty name of Jesus. Furthermore, I needed to understand that because we are arrows in the hands of God. We mostly experience great pain and suffering. Yes, every arrow experiences great pain and suffering. Every arrow within the hands of our Creator experiences great pain and suffering in executing the assignment. But prophetically, I see you coming out of that great pain as a Christian in the name of Jesus. Normally, I hear most people ask that why will a loving God allow us to go through pain and suffering as a Christian? Why will a loving God allow us to go through pain and suffering as a Christian? Yes, every human is bound to go through pain and suffering. So far as you are alive and breathing, you will go through pain. So far as the blood is going through your vessels, you will go through pain. So far as your immune system is still fighting the diseases, you will go through pain. I need you to understand that. So far as you are living within People, you go through pain. You go through pain. Yes, pain is associated with every human. It is also a very scriptural 
to experience suffering and pain in the kingdom of God as a Christian. In Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1, the Bible says, To everything there is a season, and a time to every purpose under the heavens. To everything there is a season. To everything there is a season. There is a season for everything, and a time to execute every purpose. That is the same way suffering and pain within the kingdom of God has a season, and it is temporary, and it is not permanent. I came to announce to you that suffering is not permanent. Child of God, suffering within the kingdom of God is not permanent. Suffering is not permanent, but it is temporary. It has got a season. It is temporary. It has got a season. That is what the Bible says, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. A night is a season. A morning is a season. I, I see you making, I, I mean, uh, you, are, you are translating from the night season to the morning season. I see you crossing over the bridge from the night season to the morning season. That is the season of brightness. There shall be no more darkness. There shall be no more weariness. There shall be no more pain. There shall be no more suffering. There shall be no more national teeth. There shall not be no more disgrace. There shall be no more disappointment. There shall be no more delay. There shall be no more miscarriagement. There shall be it shall be it shall be no more. Child of God, it shall be no more. For I see you crossing over to the other side. I see you crossing over to the other side in the mighty name of Jesus. What is suffering? The biblical definition of a suffering, or the, 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 the yeah, the biblical definition of a suffering is an experience of an of, of, an experience of an of unpleasantness and aversion associated with the perception, with the perception of harm. Or threat of harm in an individual, of an individual. Quickly turn your Bible with me to Galatians chapter five, verse twenty-two to twenty-three, and let me enlighten you concerning suffering. It's about the fruit of the spirit: is love, is joy, is peace, is long suffering. So I need you to understand that the term long suffering or suffering is a fruit of the spirit. It's about the fruit of the spirit: is love, is joy, is peace, is long suffering. It's gentleness, it's goodness, it's faith. In the verses 23, the Bible says, meekness, temperance. Against such, there is no law. So I need to understand that after the Holy Ghost came on earth, after Christ Jesus checked out from the earth, the Bible says that he gave men fruit. And one of the fruits is long-suffering. So you are bound to suffer. It doesn't matter whether you are a sinner or you are not a sinner. Long-suffering is part of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Long suffering is part of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. That is why this particular man I said, I came to enlighten you. Even the title of today, today's sermon will even enlighten you. Arrows in the hands of the warrior. Arrows in the hands of the warrior. It will enlighten you. Arrows in the hands of the, of the warrior. So long suffering happens to be a fruit of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit loves you so much. That is why after he came upon you, he gave you one of his fruit. Perhaps you may be enjoying love. It is part of the fruit. Perhaps you may be enjoying peace. It is part of the fruit. Perhaps you are enjoying peace. It is part of the fruit. Perhaps you are enjoying joy. It is part of the fruit. Perhaps you are enjoying gentleness. It is part of the fruit. Perhaps you are enjoying goodness or faith. It is part of the fruit. Perhaps you are enjoying meekness or temperance. It is part of the fruit. But why are you denouncing or rejecting long suffering? It is also part of the fruit. 
Long suffering child of God is part of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So this particular morning, I came to enlighten you about long suffering. I came to enlighten you. I came to. I didn't come to discourage you. I didn't come to preach. Um, I mean, some strange doctrine to you this particular morning. But I came to open up what is had had been already embedded in the kingdom of God. It has been covered by certain men of God. You know, there are certain messages that when men of God preach, it discourages you. And one of them is the long suffering. But this one, I didn't come here to discourage you. But I came here to enlighten you. I came here to throw a more light upon your suffering. Why are you suffering as a, as, as a, as a believer? Why are you suffering as a Christian? It is, it, it, it is your portion within the kingdom of God to suffer. Because it is one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. So if you are not a sinner, if you are not committing sin, then count it to our joy. The other day Paul said, he said, we count it to our joy. He said, we count it to our joy in pain. And in our misery, we count it to our joy. So you got you, you got to count it to our joy. You got to count it to our joy. You, you, you got to count it to our joy. You need to count it to our joy. You need to count it to our joy. I'm shifting to the benefit of long suffering. What are some of the benefits of long suffering? Google The first benefit is double for your trouble. Double for your trouble. As an arrow in the hands of the warrior. One of your benefits is double for your trouble. Quickly turn your Bible with me to Job chapter 42 verse 10. Job chapter 42 verse 10 the Bible says, And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Also, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. What stands to reason that when the gentleman Job was going through what he was going through, was going through pain, affliction, resentment, when he was being disassociated from friends, and when his wife actually denounced him, rejected him, because he was going through pain. The Bible says that God gave him double for his trouble. At this morning, I don't know whoever that has that has walked through the path of Job. I don't know whoever that has walked through the path of Job. But I see God giving you double for your trouble. Receive that double for your trouble. Receive that double for your trouble. In the name of Jesus. These are some of the benefits of you being an arrow in the hands of the warrior. If you are an arrow in the hands of a warrior, you receive double for your trouble. Perhaps you have lost a, 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 a very good job opportunity because of your faith. Because of your faith, you have lost it. Perhaps you have got one, one particular good job opportunity, but because of your faith, your faith does not give you or grant you or that doesn't guarantee, guarantee you. Your faith doesn't guarantee you for you to work at, at that particular firm. It doesn't. So you rejected it. And God is going to give you double for that particular trouble. For you standing up for your faith and rejecting that particular job and rejecting that particular business because of your faith, because of the relationship you have with God. Mapeli atala basiri atas. Lapari atala gaderi hapan safari atas. For you, adiri hapara, receive double for your trouble in the mighty name of Jesus. The second benefit is perfection, establishment, strengthen. Settlement and dominion. Per perfection, establishment, strengthening, settlement, and dominion. We're going to turn the Bible with me to First Peter chapter five, verse ten. First Peter chapter five, verse ten. The Bible says, "But the God of all grace, who has called us unto His eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered for a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. So after you have suffered for a while." As an arrow in the hands of the warrior, God is going to establish you. He's going to make you very perfect. He's going to strengthen you. He's going to settle you and give you dominion. In the name of Jesus. I'm moving on to the third one. That is the weight of glory. 
the title of today's message is Arrows in the Hands of the Warrior. Arrows in the Hands of the Warrior. And I'm dealing with the benefit of long suffering. What are some of the benefits of the long suffering? The third benefit is weight of glory. We will turn your Bible with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. In the verses in, of eternal weight of glory. So this calls us to understand that there is something we call weight of glory. The glory of God. When, we, when men of God talk about the glory of God, that is the glory. It beautifies you. It opens doors for you. You will receive the glory of God. After you are being as you, 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 you are being released as an arrow in the hands of a warrior, as an arrow in the hands of God. These are some of the benefits you will receive. The glory of God. In Romans chapter 8, verse 18, also talks about the glory of God. He said, For I reckon that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. So there come a time in the life of every believer that the glory of God shall be revealed in you. I pray and I push you into that glory. In the name of Jesus, I push you into that glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, I push you into that glory. In the name of Jesus, receive it now in the mighty name of Jesus. Child of God, I'm moving on to the fourth benefit of long suffering. That is fellowship with God. Fellowship with God. In Philippians chapter 3 verse 10, the Bible says, Philippians chapter 3 verse 10, the Bible says, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death. So I need to understand as a citizen of heaven that you and I are called to fellowship with God through suffering. We are called to, 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 to fellowship with God through, so through his suffering. So whilst Jesus Christ went through all that suffering, we are called to fellowship with him. So one of the benefits of long suffering, one of the benefits of long suffering is to fellowship with God. It, it enhances your, your, your fellowship with God. It enhances, it irons your, your, your fellowship with God. It opens your life, your eyes. It illuminates you concerning the fellowship with God, your fellowship with God. And this morning, I don't know whoever that your fellowship with God has been tempered with. But I pray in the name of every other name that it's, it's, it's going back on track. I see it going back on track. I see it going back on track. I see it going back on track. In the name of Jesus. I see it going back on track. In the mighty name of Jesus. The faith benefits of long suffering is as a citizen of the kingdom of God, we are partakers of God's suffering. So partakers of God's suffering. You are a partaker of God's suffering. I am a partaker of God's suffering. That is one of the benefits. We will turn the Bible with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 7. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 7. The Bible says, And our hope of you is steadfast, knowing that as ye are partakers of the suffering, so shall ye be also of the consolation. So you are a partaker of God's suffering. I am a partaker of God's suffering. I, I said to somebody that if you were called to be part of the Queen of England's, as a member of, of, of a family, whatever royalty that comes out of the family, when they are sharing that particular royalty, you receive your dividends or you receive your portion. It's the same way as you being in the kingdom of God. If God is suffering, you are bound to suffer. If God is in pain, you are bound to go through pain because we are partakers of the suffering. This particular message is not for babies. I'm speaking to the mature believers. If you sit on the board of, of the kingdom of heaven and Within the board, there is massive of teeth. There is pain and there is suffering. You are also called to suffer as a part of the board member. 
as part of the board member, you are called to also suffer. So this particular man, I pray for you in the name of Jesus, that you receive or you shall be fortified for being a partaker of the suffering. You shall be fortified for being a partaker of the suffering as a benefit of long suffering. I release it upon you. Receive that garment of fortification in the mighty name of Jesus. And the set one, and the set one, is crown of glory, crown of glory, crown of honor, crown of honor, and a captain of salvation. Captain of salvation. We will turn our Bible with me to Hebrews chapter 2, verse 9 to 10. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 9 to 10. The Bible says, But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than angels, for the suffering of death, crowned with glory. This is what Jesus experienced. He was going through the suffering of death, and he was later crowned with glory and honor. And by the grace of God, should test death for every man. He tested death for you. So there is no need for you to die another time. I pray for whoever that is going through death. Now let the sure hand of Christ deliver you right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Hebrews chapter 2 verse 10. The Bible says that for it, it, for it became him. For whom all things. And by whom all things. In bringing many sons unto glory. To make the captain of their salvation perfect. Through suffering. So there is something I call captain of salvation. The only captain of our salvation is Christ Jesus. The only captain of our salvation is Christ Jesus. So one of the benefits, one of the benefits of long-suffering is crown of glory, crown of honor, and captain of salvation. So I pray for whoever that they are watching me, that you happen, you happen to be an arrow in the hands of the warrior, that receive that crown of glory in the name of Jesus. Receive that crown of honor in the mighty name of Jesus. Then the last but not the least is testimony, benefit of long suffering, benefit of long suffering is testimony. Quickly turn the Bible with me to First Peter chapter one verse eleven. Is a certain what? Is a certain what? Or what manner of time of the of the spirit of Christ, which was in them, did signify when it testified before him. The suffering of Christ and the glory that should follow. The suffering of Christ and the glory that should follow. What stands to reason that Christ has called us for us to testify before him. We have been called to testify before him. Sometimes what you go through can be a testimony that can lift up somebody who is going through the same channel as you went through. So you going through that particular channel will be a testimony for such a one. So it is also a benefit of long suffering. The title of today's sermon is Arrows in the Hands of the Warrior. Arrows in the Hands of the Warrior. Another, another scripture reference can be taken from 1 John chapter 1, verse 1 to 4. 1 John chapter 1, verse 1 to 4. The Bible says that that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. The verses to the Bible says that for the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and seal unto you the eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. In the verses to the Bible says that that which we have seen and heard and declared we unto you that you also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son Jesus. In the verses where the Bible says, And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. 
that your joy may be full. We are writing these things as a testimony unto you. We are preaching these things as a testimony unto you. We are preaching these things as a testimony unto you that your joy may be full. That your joy may be full. And I pray for whoever that is watching me that after this particular sermon, your joy will be full. Your joy will be full. Your joy will be full in the name of Jesus. Your joy will be full in the mighty name of Jesus. Your joy will be full in the name of Jesus. Arrows in the hands of the warrior. Arrows in the hands of the warrior. The next stage is indicators on how to deal with suffering. What are some of the indicators on how to deal with suffering? The first indicator is consolation. What is consolation? The first indicator is consolation. What is in consolation? Consolation is a, com is, is a comfort received by a person after a loss or disappointment. So the comforts people give to others. That is why the Bible says that pray for one another. The Bible says that pray for one another. So the comfort that people give to others, the comfort that people give, give to others is recognized as consolation. And these are indicators that will help you come out from that wrong suffering. So you may be asking, how do I come out from this particular long suffering? It's consolation. Men will console you. You also have to console your own self. The Bible says that, and, and the gentleman David encouraged himself in the Lord. After he lost everything from coming from battle, after he lost a son, he lost his wife, he lost every belonging of his. The Bible says that, and David wept. And he encouraged himself in the Lord. At this one, I need you to encourage yourself in the Lord. I pray in the name above every other name that receive that encouragement in the mighty name of Jesus. The second indicator, the second indicator, and, and, and the consolation, the uh, scripture reference can be taken from 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 5. For as the suffering of Christ abound in us, and our consolation also abounded by Christ Jesus. So those who are in Christ. They can console you. If those who are in Christ can console you, then you can also console yourself as a member of the kingdom of God. In the name of Jesus. We're going to turn our Bible also with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 6. The Bible says that, and whether we be afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation which is effectual in the enduring of the same suffering which we also suffer or whether be comforted it is for your consolation and salvation so it is for your consolation that is why the bible was also written for your consolation so many a times when you go through all these things just go back to the bible and check what the bible is, is speaking about that particular case that you are in now in the mighty name of jesus i'm moving on to the second indicator i'm dealing with indicators on how to deal with suffering Indicators on how to deal with suffering. The second one is endurance. What is endurance? The ability to endure an, an unpleasant. The ability to endure an, an unpleasant. Quickly turn the Bible with me to 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 19. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 19. The Bible says, For this is thankworthy. If a man con a man, if a man for conscience towards God endure grief, suffering wrongfully. So if you have conscience, you will endure. That is what the Bible says in 1 Peter 2 verse 19. So one of the indicators of how to deal with suffering, long suffering, how to get out, out, out of long suffering is to endure. Sometimes you go through it, you encourage yourself and you endure it. 
you, you fortify yourself to endure it. Fortify yourself to endure. It is a season. Fortify yourself to endure. It is a time. Fortify yourself to endure. It is an atmosphere. Fortify yourself to endure. And I know that the time comes that you get out of it in the mighty name of Jesus. And the last indicator, the last indicator is prayer. The last indicator for you to get out of suffering, long suffering is prayer. Quickly turn the Bible with me to James chapter 5 verse 13. James chapter 5 verse 13. The Bible says, Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Simple. He says, Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. If is any among you afflicted, let him pray. So I came to enlighten you this particular Sunday morning that if you are being afflicted in long suffering, you got to pray. It's time for you to pray. It's time for you to check in with God, for God to check you out. It's time for you to check in with God, for God to check you out. Child of God, my name is Reverend Ebenezer Asari Asume, and I'm the lead pastor of Purple Fire Online Ministry. God bless you so much for watching me. Have a lovely Sunday. Bye-bye. We need your prayer.